0: What up, gang? Let's get it going. Oh, yeah. Today we got Nick Ortiz, the one and only on the podcast, and it's actually another little time traveling expedition. Come back in time with me to August 31st the year 2019 so about a month ago we put this live stream out and the live streams are so easy to do that now it's actually delaying what i can actually put out in the in the actual stream the podcast stream so i got to get my shit together i'm not going to make an excuse um but it is interesting to note that you get you get I'll, i'll dive into this another time i think but i've just been unpacking i've been peeling back the layers okay since the podcast began, and I've peeled back all the way to the core. And sometimes you have to do that. You have to mine all the way down into the depths of, of of whatever you haven't recovered. There's a piece of yourself sometimes you left behind somewhere. And you gotta go get it. Otherwise, you got shards in your past. And you gotta go pick them shits up so you can uh, move forward in life. And I think we're moving forward here. Um, I also made a a pretty um, big promise to myself and to you guys. I think I've actually talked about this before, but I knew it was going to come up against some hard challenges sometimes with this podcast and just with anything that you're like, if you have a dream or whatever that you're trying to pursue. Um, You know it's going to be difficult. So I made a little promise to myself that if I wanted to quit at any moment in this podcast, that what I would have to do is whatever episode I was on, I got to double it. And then at that episode, then if I still want to quit, then I'll quit. You know, if if I've, and and that happened to me early on, I got like to episode 16 or who knows it was. And I was like, oh man, this is just, but then I kept going and didn't want to quit at 32. I wanted to keep going. I, I really liked it, but then it happened again. And I won't say the number cause I won't, I won't, I won't even tell you guys what actually number I have to get to now, but suffice it to say, I'm going to be around for a little bit. So don't worry about, um, there's going to be at least more episodes coming cause I'm going to, I'm going to hold myself to that. And, and that's enough about me. What we're doing now is we're listening to Nick Ortiz. He's just, a beast you guys probably already know way more about him than um than you even do about yourself son think about that but just kidding hopefully you don't but uh nick is just a really beast athlete you you will uh see him just crushing it out in la right now he's spending some time out there doing some big things, um, making them with some waves. So be sure to follow him. He's collaborating with some big names out there as well. And we wish him the best. Thank you, Nick, for being on our podcast and being, uh, just the man and the good human being that you are. And, uh, I'll be excited to, to see, uh, where he goes next and you guys should be following him if you're not already, which I'm sure you all are. And today we talked about just training at height a lot about his mentality and the, his perspective and what it means to be you know putting your life on the line the way that um he certainly does and i've you know i've dabbled as well and i might still be dabbling so i hope you guys dig it there's also you know whatever it's high drop baby we're gonna wander around we're gonna do lots of different topics i gotta listen to this one again myself so here you guys go enjoy
1: Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. By the way, who's my dorks out there? I got crazy, like, dork tattoos. Got Zelda stuff, Sonic stuff. This is a cool one. I don't know if you know Max Henry, but he's a dope dude. You got it matching. That one's from my mama.
0: Squad up.
1: Squad up, fam. The Squid Squad. Squid Squad. What do you know about Squid Squad?
0: I know that I was there when you got that tattoo, and your hair was long as shit. Oh, yeah. I remember remember that. Waving it fast oh yeah wait that's not the day that i got the tattoo though that was the day that's the day that nick i mean that max, that got, max it. got it you were just there
1: but i was there but we had to do it two separate days because the artist didn't have enough time to actually do us in the same day and max had to leave the day after mm. but i was there for his and then i did mine the day oh, after wait, can you
0: pop that t- turn off that ac because it's just oh, it's super annoying. loud it's about to get <clears throat> hot in here it's gonna get hot that's why we got to keep this one sweet welcome We've gone back to back now, two days in a row, live stream. That's what. That's why we're switching to live, is because it's easy to do. Yes, it's much easier than trying to upload videos and edit and produce things that I don't have the patience for anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the editing so. and stuff is the hard part. That's for sure. So, if you guys want, be sure to check my story. You can just swipe up for a link to the live to the height drop live link, so you can catch the podcast there on a uh, YouTube and. <clears throat> It'll be a lot easier to listen to, and you get to hear our voices. Yeah, you'll hear beautiful. it through. you
0: hear it through these dank, delicious mics instead of through that moderately okay one. Instead on the of iPhone. like,
1: yeah, the the iPhone one's okay, but it's nothing like you're gonna have one of these beautiful pro mics that one of this this beautiful man got us for us.
0: Okay, we got to pick a live stream, bro. All
1: right, let's go. <clears throat> We're going to the YouTube live stream. Peace out, guys. It was good talking to you. Take it easy.
0: All right. Even though there's probably like 14,000 more people watching on that than there are the two people that are watching here.
1: But hey. You direct them over here. But it's okay. It's
0: okay. We're good. Um, So we're here. Thanks for being a part. Of course. And let's get right into it. I guess like we were just sitting here on our asses and feeling good and we just went out and had a little bit of a hot training session. And
1: had a nice little recovery
0: meal. Had a nice little recovery meal. Um, Thank you, Trader Joe's. <laughs> and now... We were just like, all right, well, it'd be kind of fun to do another podcast. I've been trying to just kind of get more into it, get into the rhythm again. And also, you came up with a good idea of something to talk about. You know, I was like, this is how it went down. I said, what do you want to talk about? And you're like, what do you want to talk about? And I said, I don't know, something fucking real. Some real shit. Some real real. And um, you said, well, let's talk about all the weird ideas about why we do what we do. Yeah. And specifically... The the weird things that we do in, in terms of heights and you know, the dangers associated with that and what people think of that and what it's like being an athlete that deals with height and decides that they wanna participate and do things at extreme height.
1: Yeah. Well I think I think the thing is is like the kind of
0: one one moment, I'm super yeah. sorry, I gotta turn off this other fan.
1: <laughs> so I'm just sitting here and just uh look pretty, yeah that was pretty okay now it's going to be
0: really ultra balls deep hot (laughs) hot in this apartment so we got a countdown we can only talk for like who knows how long 30 minutes maybe okay check this check this out do you know that your chair does this
1: oh yeah i think yeah we talked about that last time and i was like oh it's that's crazy you get like a recliner that isn't really a recliner it's a fold out
0: kind of like it's a weird weird it's a cool thing okay anyhow yeah Sorry, you were saying.
1: um, I don't know. I think it's just interesting that it seems like in parkour specifically, I feel like to the public, the perception of what we do is a little bit more... I'm trying to figure out a way to put this. It's a little bit more... It's seen as so extreme, but people support and do such extreme stuff like every day. It's just that ours is so much more... I guess it's so much more in your face, the kind of consequences that could theoretically happen because they can just be easily seen in front of you. But they never take into consideration how crazy of things they do in their everyday regular lives. Like, I kind of find it crazy that people that do drugs every weekend find it weird that I jump on buildings every weekend. <laughs> it's like, how do you call me?
0: <laughs> Please go further into that.
1: Oh, well, I don't know. You just, like, you meet people all the time who are, like, and, you know, it doesn't have to be anything specific, but, you know, you find people that almost every weekend or every other weekend or like, I don't know, popping a Molly every weekend or popping some pills or doing loads of Coke or like whatever. And it's just like, how are, are you, you hanging out with? It, it's kind of like <laughs> everywhere, dude. <You laughs> like the thing is, people, just... people say like, who are you hanging out with? And it's like, you know, you're hanging out with these same people. Like everybody does this kind of shit.
0: I mean, I know a like, few people that smoke weed on the regular, but I don't know these
1: cokeheads anymore. I, used I guess, to. I guess it's like thinking about like, I guess people that I grew up around and that sort of stuff as well. You, just yeah, you, like. It's always, it was always weird to me that they would call me crazy for what I did, but they were just like quite literally killing themselves every day. And I mean, it, even for me, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm reaching and like, feel free to call me out my bullshit, but even people just like smoking cigarettes. When I see a dude with a cigarette in his hand, who's like, oh, you're crazy. You're going to kill yourself. I'm like, you know, that thing definitely kills you, right? <laughs> like I may we're die 100% here. That, is...
0: that that's fucking you up. Yeah. Like we're a hundred percent sure know that's that. going to screw you up. Like. and even then there's maybe some leeway i mean maybe just like back to the computer we're good oops but Um, it's
1: just interesting but
0: i think it's also
1: because it hasn't been around long enough for people to understand the process that goes behind it
0: i was gonna say that because like
1: i can say the same thing you know like for me in my head i always think of like fighters and i'm like so many people not necessarily support fighting but they support like martial arts and like boxing and that sort of stuff and it's like yeah if you took a completely untrained person and put them in the ring with a trained fighter, that is a mortally dangerous situation. It fully is like that person can hit you so hard that you just will never get up again, yeah, and I feel like it's a similar situation if you take somebody who's never done an ounce of like parkour training in their life, put them on top of a roof, like yeah, it's a dangerous situation to put them in. but if you take someone who's spent years and years and years <coughs> training and, like, taking the, the small steps to actually progress up to that and, you know, do the preparations, you know, figure how it works on mats or figure out how it works, like, on ground level. And they're really meticulous, as meticulous as a fighter would be. That when a fighter goes in the ring with another, another fighter, the risk factor isn't anywhere near the same. They're, it's just not, because they have an understanding of what's actually happening. And you can even go further down into, you know... Figuring out like for for people who are just learning to drive, you know, taking someone who's never driven before and then putting them on a highway is an extremely dangerous thing to do. If you observe a highway from the outside and look at how crazy that crap is, it is terrifying to watch people drive. And like it kind of gives me a perspective on what it looks like I guess for us to be doing stuff when you don't understand it Because when you're looking at like people driving on a highway from the outside, you don't know what moves are being made where Everyone's moving super fast, but from their perspective everyone's moving at the same speed and kind of slow And Mm -hmm. it's kind of the same thing. It's like people see us from the ground It's like oh, we look like crazy up high and just like I mean because we are but From our perspective the height doesn't look like that and the distance doesn't look so far away and it's like oh, yeah like our understanding of it is entirely different from, from people who don't do it. And I wonder what's a good way and you, to actually, we've like worked on
0: compartmentalizing that. our yeah. brain. So that it's like, okay, yes, there's an edge right there with a death drop on the other side of it. Yeah. But here's the part that I need to pay attention to yeah. everything else. I know I don't. Yeah. I mean, and you, that, and that goes you can, to the you cars. can just go, poof, yeah, exactly. Like, then, okay, you can pay attention to two lanes over from you and freak out about, you know, the motorcycle in that lane who's maybe swerving around a little bit or you can kind of realize that it makes no difference what that guy's doing. It's not even near enough to you to make a like an enough driving experience. Yeah. Some guy asked on, on a recent post that got, you know, whatever some attention Yeah. that, and that's kind of the same example I gave. I was like, you're kind of asking me a question of like, the question was, Oh, do you ever think that like, what do you think about other people that you would, what if someone saw you die? Basically, don't you think about those people? And I'm like, first of all okay interesting question i think it's valid but it's the same question as like do i think about the people that might see me die in a car accident not really yeah because i don't get in the car thinking like this is it i'm gonna probably die on the way here yeah yeah it's it's like yeah i accept a certain amount of risk getting in the car i accept a certain amount of risk being on the edge of some building and to me the risk is substantially lower when I'm on the building because I have a lot more control of the variables.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, like I
0: know I'm comfortable in the car because I've just had a lot of exposure, but I'm also just... I'm, I am know I'm rolling the dice every time. Yeah. The And I know I'm rolling the dice on, you know, training on a roof or whatever, but I've rigged those dice. Yeah. I've loaded those dice in a way where I can't load the dice, you know, driving down 6th Avenue or something. Yeah.
1: Now, I guess... I guess that the real thing that I was really kind of wanting to talk about is more so like why. Like, why is it that we, people like us in general, it doesn't have to specifically be parkour, but people that do intense activities, whatever it might be, people who, I don't know, like Elaine Robert, who want to climb the sides of buildings, crazy free climbers, or. Um, Sky hey, Knight don't butcher his name.
0: How do you say his name? Alain, Alain Robert. Well, I'll tell you He's what, French as shit.
1: I'm not French as shit, and the I'm really Alan bad. Roberts. I, 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 I'm just kidding. I didn't I don't call know. him Alan. I said Elaine. <laughs> okay,
0: sounds... well, what do you think? Why do you think, like, Alain or whatever his name is, we uh, don't really know. And uh, uh, what's... Uh, why am I drawing a blank? The Alex guy, free solo. Alex Honnold.
1: Well, that's the thing. is,
0: I, Why do you think these people do it? Bass jumpers.
1: That's the thing, is I think... I don't think there's a one reason it's one of the things I've noticed is cause like my, the reason why I do it versus the reason why like Callum does it versus the reason why like Dylan did it or why you do it, It's actually like a little bit different mm-hmm. each time. Like I realize for Dylan, it, a lot of him was wanting to be calm in those kinds of situations mm. and like learn how to be calm, which is, you know, everyone has their own thing. Um, which is like a good way to go about it for sure. And then other people
0: that kind of like go where the fear is and master it. Yeah. And then what's your reason?
1: For me, it's like I don't I don't really have a reason. I just feel compelled. Mm. It's just like interesting. It's not it's not a matter of like wanting to complete anything or like some sort of goal. Like I'm not like challenge oriented. I don't feel like I have to accomplish anything. I mm-hmm. just see things and I'm like, that looks like a cool thing to do.
0: And what about Callum? What do you think? What was his? Like, uh, what as you- far
1: from my understanding, he's just um, he's someone who appreciates challenge. He's mm-hmm. someone who appreciates like having to like work towards something and then like completing it. At least yeah. that, that's that's like the idea I get from him. Um, which again is another different path toward it. And mm-hmm. then some people just don't have it at all because they just have totally different goals. And I kind of wonder if it takes a certain upbringing. To kind of get to the position where you want to push that sort of obviously dangerous situation, I guess, um, by obvious, I mean more so just in your face because like you know, like I said, like people participate in dangerous stuff all the time, but it, yeah. the thing is is that it's just not so blatant. yeah I think what makes us so shocking is that it's just blatant. It's like it's like the the risk factor, even though it's low, what could happen, you can see it right there where yeah. you usually Well, can. and like a lot you said it's odd because
0: like it's not exactly reflective of the empirical facts about yeah. what is and how risky each activity is. Yeah. Like people accept base jumping, base suit wing f- wingsuit flying. Yeah. because it's been around long enough that people kind of like have a relationship with it. They kind of know what it is and they're like although there's probably some people they probably get as many or more. Yeah. Um, people saying like oh they're they're screaming about it. Yeah. but the new phenomenon of goshua whatever yeah. of like people being on the sides of buildings and being at you know dangerous heights is unfamiliar to yeah the people so then even though that's less risky in a lot of ways than you know and there's it, there's evidence we've it's been well documented that these wingsuit proximity wingsuit flyers are probably likely dead within a few years of yes. training i mean i don't even actually know that i, ca- I can't speak that well about it you know because maybe I have the weird perception about it that's yeah. still like really fucking skewed because I'm not in it yeah and and some guy maybe we got to get some wingsuit dude on here who's like been around long enough Jed yeah. Herblast or whatever his name yeah. is
1: yeah well I guess also too is because like one of the things I always feel and actually Alex Alex brought this up about free solo I think talking to Joe Rogan he's talking about because Joe was talking about like these other free soloers that died mm-hmm. um and he's like, doesn't that make you nervous have, knowing that these free soloers died and like so on and so forth? And Alex is like, yeah, actually the funny thing about that, and I wish they put this in the movie, was that none of those free soloers died free soloing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, okay. Like exactly. that changes the perspective of it entirely. Because like, it's the same thing. Like I feel the same way when people are like, oh, did you hear about that kid who like fell off the roof in China? It's like, yeah, I'm tired of hearing about people who don't do parkour being blamed for dying doing parkour.
0: Well, and I'm not even tired of it. I don't even care. Yeah. Like, if you aren't smart enough or if you don't have the, the, not not smart, I mean, I think if you don't have the cognitive capacity or the attention to dive into it a little further, like, yeah, like with wingsuit flying. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go out and tell a wingsuit flyer to stop. No, totally. But, and I know I don't understand it well enough. I don't care about the person who doesn't, who thinks that parkour killed the Chinese dude. Yeah. Because, you know, I, Maybe I'm too optimistic, but I ultimately just don't think that it's a problem we need to address. It's like if you're you're of sound mind and you start to understand these concepts, they're going to become more and more familiar to people. Totally. And, you know, I've never really been concerned about the image of parkour because I believe in people. I don't really need to believe in what we're doing to protect it. Yeah. But um, what I wanted to say even more was just the... I think what the Alex Honnold thing touches on is that and why maybe people do it. This is certainly like something I've been thinking about is just, it's kind of an embracement of the fact that, <clears throat> and like for me, it's a choice, for, like Alion Robert, for example, he says like, his like go to phrase, which I really thought was funny was, you know, every moment when I'm up there climbing, <laughs> it is a choice between life and death. And I always choose life. Okay. (laughs) And just like, I thought that was a really cool, simple way to put it. Yeah. It's like, you just, and I think that's one of the, maybe the root themes that a lot of us are experimenting with is this idea of like, when it comes down to like real foundational philosophy and just like the oldest questions on the planet or since consciousness arose or whatever, it seems like people are still asking, you know, like, you know, why? You know, and because there's kind of no answer to that question, then you have this like choice already of like, okay, am I going to feel good about there being no answer? Am I going to feel bad about it or and it's kind of like a positive or negative. And there's just kind of two ways to go. And that's life and death is like another analogous thing you could make there. And by putting yourself up against the very, you know, the biggest existential question of like, do I value my existence on this Whatever this is, whatever we're doing, we don't know what it is. But if I put it right up against the edge of being extinguished or who knows what, the unknown, you know, the death is the biggest unknown, right? So by putting yourself right up against the biggest unknown, we get to fortify ourselves in choosing life. We get to go, okay, yeah, I know I fucking love what I'm doing here and I don't want this to go away. Yeah. And, it it's it's like a, it's a certain just like it's a display of like, yes, I value my life. Yeah. And that's what I really see it as. And it's an acceptance of the fact that, like, you know, you can die at any moment. So I'm going to seize and do the things that make me feel excited and ex- joyful about I, the world. I guess
1: I guess that's part of what it is. And I guess and this is a thing I have to work on. But mm-hmm. it's like when I see the stuff and it's like it's like oh this guy doesn't give a fuck about his life or it's like I can't wait to see one of these dudes die it's like what makes you think I really want to die up here <laughs> like <laughs> I just really don't
0: yeah honestly. well and, <laughs> and to me maybe or to you or to ben, like to Alain Robert it, it's he'd probably rather die falling off a 50 story building yeah than Fifty years of cubicle life or something oh, you know what that. I mean like yeah. it's like all right I'll take my death all in one lump sum please yeah instead of like my death dripped out over the next 12 <laughs> decades 12 decades that's a long life <laughs> but like you never that's know really these days <laughs> you never know but like you know the next 60 years I'll take a little bit of death every day for the rest of my life yeah it's like mm, it's a it again and we don't know the value but if you have the value of like <coughs> And maybe it's not that black and white. I'm just saying, it's, it's just weird. It's like, it's a, it's a, that ultimately it comes down to this like, I think I know the way to live better than you do. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you that you, what you're doing and whether you're living is wrong. Yeah. Which is just, maybe odd. that's the problem. And what I think I mostly that comes from people going, they don't, they don't actually know and they're not comfortable with the choices they made yeah. or they, Or they're not comfortable with the fact that they don't know if their values are the way they want them to be. And so when they see someone who seems to kind of, in a way, be displaying like a more obvious value system or a way to approach life that, you know, they would never have the balls to even try. I don't know. Then that upsets them. That's why they get a lash out. Like it it ultimately comes from like this insecure position because it's like, why do you need to tell me what to do? Yeah. because you need to tell yourself that every day apparently yeah to, c- to convince yourself that whatever you're doing is like the right is thing. the right thing i don't know it's a weird way not to that even anything
1: it. is the right thing but like i guess what feels right to you eventually potentially
0: yeah. or i mean, you know who knows maybe they're genuinely concerned about some yeah. stranger on the internet yeah it seems less likely to me yeah you know
1: i mean I think, like, I think definitely sometimes you get <clears> those people <throat> for sure i, I think, think people I are genuinely
0: concerned for humanity but it's just a weird little. It's a low resonant, like yeah. frequency to be like. There's a lot of. Disconnect. It never comes out like a real concern. It comes out as a judgment of, yeah. of, you know, when people make that comment.
1: I think it's also like a lot of disconnect too, because it's like, I know for me, I struggle to even tell what people's <clears throat> our intentions are, kind of on phones and stuff, just because, I operate a lot on just kind of um, body language and just acknowledging mm-hmm. kind of what's happening there, and so. When I start texting and stuff, it's like really hard for me to tell if, what kind of mood people are in or what they're kind of feeling because I just, I'm totally missing a whole bunch of information that I'm used to operating on. So that might even happen like in social media where it's kind of like because there's that separation, you feel like it's kind of easier to say stuff that's like maybe mean or whatever because like. The realness isn't kind of really right in front of you. It's kind of like when people are like, oh, yeah, in a situation when there's a shoot, an active shooter, I would totally blow that dude away. It's like, nah, dude, if you were really there in real life, like, it's fully different. You, you think you're Rambo, but you're not. Trust me. And it's kind of like, a, I think it's a similar thing on social media that because there's so much disconnect between, like, the real person, you're just kind of, people f- feel like it's really easy to kind of just say whatever because it's not going to be any reaction or any real kind of emotion behind it. Because like even I think even basically for people like the kinds of things they would say to people online, they would just feel bad instantly as soon as they said it because of of like a sad reaction a person might have. Not even because it might cause conflict, but just because you like when you actually hurt a person in real life, it's like harder to deal with (laughs) than when you do it online. Yeah. So I feel like people can like allow their anger of misunderstanding to cloud their judgment and kind of say just like rude things for no like real reason rather than trying to like sort of figure out what a person's angle is. I think, I think social media makes it easy for anger to kind of take over. And I only say that because like I'm guilty of it and I've done it myself. And I think yeah. you can kind of really easily allow it to make you just be like, and just say whatever you want. Cause there's no like real consequences. Um, and not even just consequences toward yourself, but towards like other
0: people. And that's weird, right? Like it's interesting to pay attention to that yeah you know what if you're the kind of person who writes comments online yeah what why why are you writing them and what are they like what you I mean maybe read into that a little bit like yeah. what is the comment that you're leaving and what's the motivation behind yeah. that because that could be that's usually way more revealing what people say about them than it is about whatever they're commenting on
1: right? yeah yeah well i guess i can understand like where it might be coming from i mean naturally people always just kind of have a need to sort of input because that is just how humans operate. Like, we need to input for each other for things to work properly. Mm-hmm. Like, because we are just a communal species, that is how things work. It's just that now it's on this gigantic scale around <clears> the entire <throat> world. And I think it's it's too big to handle and we kind of don't accept that it's too big to handle, so we keep treating it like it's a small tribe and it's not. Um, it's kind of like finding a way around that. What do
0: you that. mean by treating it like a small tribe? How do we do that?
1: So the thing is, is like, People always want to have a voice because they want to help. They, they, I think, I do think genuinely deep down, it's a natural thing. People want to be a help because that's what's valuable in human nature. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's fully. If if you are unhelpful to the rest of the humans, you are useless. Um,
0: You'll be exiled. Exactly. Go out in the woods and starve. <laughs>
1: like that's that's just the, the natural order of it, of it. The natural order of it, which we don't necessarily follow anymore but i think it's still ingrained in us and we still fear it entirely really. i mean that's what that's what the fear of judgment is yeah and so i think it's i think it's and i think like the commenting in the first place is more so a need to be constructive to you know essentially in some sense all of the internet like mm-hmm. you're you're subconsciously viewing all of the internet as this basically intertwined gigantic tribe that you're hoping that what you say helps move them in a direction that you think is the best for everybody to keep moving forward in. And so people will say those things more so because they feel like they need to have the voice rather than sitting back and thinking, oh, am I correct about this? Is this actually going to help everyone move forward? Mm-hmm. And it's like, not, it, there's what I think what happens too is that now so many people are like really far away from each other physically. And we don't necessarily realize what that does to you culturally. Like even in the States, I've been beginning to realize like West coast versus East coast, North versus South, you know, so on and so forth. Even just in one country by itself, you can get culture shock by moving to a different state in the same country, just because you're so distant from each other. And those cultures can kind of clash. And what happens online is people don't understand that cultures clash and don't have an understanding of other cultures outside of their own. Sometimes, So then when something disagrees with them from another part of the world, they just can't fathom it because they never grew up with anything like that. And it's so foreign and so weird. So it just completely bounces away. Um, I don't necessarily know where I'm going with that, but like it's like like like, an interesting (laughs) observation that Mm -hmm. like I've taken and I don't know how accurate it is or anything like that. But it's just
0: I definitely think that there's a lot of I mean, even moving just within this state there's a huge culture difference between denver boulder denver boulder colorado springs Springs, like Like, the way that this country's spread out and just there's so much air like you can find little segments of and and people find those segments and they just find the pockets and then they build their culture in a different direction yeah and then yeah you get that shock um it's it's definitely weird wild stuff i mean i guess we're getting a little bit far like away from like yeah, the, the from thought. the idea of just like <laughs> why you know what the height stuff is, but you know hey, this is good stuff. Yeah, I'm just. But
1: I guess that goes back to, Is it does seem that like people who tend to go towards more of that sort of sport or anything like that, you ever realize they tend to be people who are, ooh, they're a little bit not like that they're kind of like solo a lot of the time and they kind of don't pay attention Dude, to what's going on around a lot.
0: They don't. Well, they, some do, some don't, but it feels like it. Oh, you know what I was going to say? Sorry to, okay. uh, you just made me think about this thing. Cause <clears throat> I, I really agree with you. I think that again, ultimately I kind of have this optimistic view of people. Yeah. And maybe, you know, whatever, maybe it's one of those beliefs that is like, okay, there's no evidence for it, but it's just a better way to live your life. That's the evidence, you know, yeah. it's placebo is just like, you might as well just take your placebo of thinking things are better than cause it works. Yeah. 10% baby, 10%, baby. <laughs> 10% boost on my life. But, uh, or whatever it is that they have to account for in, in scientific studies with placebos and nocebos. But, um, what I was going to say is I tend to agree with you that all this stuff stems from kind of like a, okay, they want to help. They they have, they're, they're tuning into that frequency of like, I need to contribute to society. I don't know how to do it. I'm just going to start with just stupid comments online, maybe that yeah. aren't very thoughtful or very well, um, well, literally like this, like it's not very well put together and not yeah. very well like articulated, but <clears throat> I wonder if that's the same impulse that, you know, these Alex Honnold's of the world are like, that's his contribution is just like, I'm going to show people just how far outside the box you can live yeah. just so they can realize that they don't have to live. So inside the box, yeah. you know, and maybe he doesn't think about it that way, yeah. but it is a huge contribution because it just shows, you know, whatever, just thousands and thousands of millions of people now that there's just a different way to live. And it just like hopes open people's minds mm-hmm and maybe that's why you're called to it. That could be sometimes it's just like, you're like, I just want to show people they don't have to be the fucking same shit that everyone else is. Yeah. Or do the same things that, because we all want to feel free. I think that's part of this. Another like baseline human instinct is autonomy or just like a sense of just like individual. And that's the balance we all strike is we have to live in community. We have to contribute to community, but we don't want to be a slave to some kind of, like, system of, I don't know, just yeah just that dictates the way we behave. Like, we need our own sovereignty.
1: And it's about, I think it's also about, like, figuring out when that system is enslaving you, but when it's also, like, actually being beneficial to everybody. Yeah. Because I think, I think that's where people go kind of wrong sometimes, is either putting too much faith in the system and then just allowing it to make decisions for them, mm. or not trusting it at all and thinking we need to, we just need freaking anarchy. And it's like no, no, no. It's like it's like a balance. It's a, a constant. Like, yeah, it's a yeah, tightrope yeah. we're walking here, but here. Like we all have it, to contribute to each other. It's a tightrope, like, you know. It's not <laughs>
0: like don't. Like, if we all jump on the fucking right side, we fall that yeah. way. If we, and and then that even brings into this big question is like, does that you know when you start thinking about like consciousness as a bigger thing. Is that why these fucking extreme people exist? Is that like literally life itself is like I need to put a little bit of balance to the left side. Yeah. So I'm going to make some freaking weirdo yeah. that's so left that he kind of just brings things this way. Well, it or also- such a like a, a horrible like racist, like a white supremacist because for whatever reason we're tipping too far left, we need like I don't think that's a good thing, but like it just makes me think
1: well,
0: sometimes that like these people exist because I don't know. I just don't know. But like it's odd that like they still have to exist in some way. Well, I mean, I think a lot of
1: it has to do with human nature in general. Yeah. Um, I think humans just based off of people. I don't know. It's humans need something to fight for. We've done it for hundreds of thousand years. Like, yeah. And it's, and I don't know. I think humans are psychologically affected a lot easier and they give them credit, give themselves credit to be I don't know how to say that properly um but a lot of things from when you're like six or seven that traumatize you can make you make decisions when you're like 30 just like oh that one person did this thing to me one time so I'm gonna treat that same kind of person this way and it's like a subconscious thing um and a lot of people wouldn't like to admit that but it is just kind of true um unfortunately and when you can find people who have been in those same experiences it only validates your claims kind of more And then it starts to make you think, okay, that means that we're all right. And like now this whole entire group is the enemy. What that kind of does, I guess if it needs a reason, what it kind of. Well,
0: I don't think it's a good theory at all, first of all, because I think these people on both extremes need to fucking get their shit together. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like obviously like there's no, we don't want more racists and white supremacists or like, uh, I don't know what the far left extreme person is. Like, I don't even
1: know what to call them at this point. I don't what are this.
0: they? <laughs> like the super wokes or I don't know what they, I don't even know what the super, woke. that's kind of it's hard not, to pin down like what, what really. like the extreme left looks like. I guess it's, um, people that right now the the topic is like people that insist that you
1: don't say anything s- and should be arrested for the words you say. <laughs>
0: yeah basically (laughs) yeah and like and like Like you can't offend anybody or anything like that if you just kind of like anything that we say like yeah
1: protest against nothing it's like oh we're in the city where abortion is legal we should protest people against abortion it's like yeah you're not doing anything you're wasting everyone
0: because they're both doing the same (laughs) thing they're both trying to like enforce everyone else's speech and movement and ideas based on their own like yeah, Very I, think, I guess I
1: guess they're kind of reflections of each other, yeah. like reflections on the opposite side, yeah. and they kind of they're kind of two of ex- examples of like where to find that balance, maybe where it's kind of like, well, you you need to take like some left values, but you do also need to take some right values too. Like I, like everybody sort of has certain points and like accurate areas, and it's it's mm-hmm. a, you have to like balance and critically think about it rather than just and ex- accept an ideal.
0: And and think so I guess that's where it comes in is like acceptance of do ideals. we are we actually on some extreme like are we on like some it, we're, it's not right wing and left left wing politically yeah. but I think that's maybe you know if uh, to make the devil's advocate point here is like maybe that's what they're seeing is they're seeing us on some kind of extreme like they see us as the equivalent of some kind of racist person because we're on the side of a building. We're so far outside the box. We're so far outside the lines of what's acceptable in their worldview that they think we're doing damage to society by being the way we are. True. Um, which I think is, you know, that's the most, that's the question we got to ask ourselves is like, and there is probably a line. Yeah. You know? Well, I think a lot of it too. I don't think we hurt a lot of people though. Like we're obviously not trying to like, do anything like- i think
1: well, because i think a big chunk of it too is um and maybe it's just like westernized world stuff or i don't know how it works in like other areas of the world like asia and that sort of stuff i know they're pretty strict as well mm. but sort of this lack of liability for yourself mm. um so one of the things i've noticed is like for instance like one of the thing biggest things people get mad about is like oh what do you get, like what if my kids try this because like you're doing it well
0: Watch your fucking kids Be a better parent <laughs> Like that. that's like, like what it feels Oh it's like my to, like, response I mean, Oh I gotta raise your kids Yeah like I don't, mean I don't to be even rude. have kids Like I don't mean to bitch. be rude But like <laughs> Like 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 you
1: like, There's parental advisory stickers On like stuff for a reason And like Take control of what Your kid's consuming Like Don't just give them the iPad Look at what they're looking at If you care that much Like if you if you care that much If you don't care that much Then don't <laughs> yell at me When they see my stuff If you do care that's that much Make sure they can't see my stuff Because you know what You can do that like you are completely capable of that. Yeah. Take responsibility, like for your own children. In my in my head, because um, I I can to some degree get the point that they're making. Like I can kind of get how it can influence kids, but what you should take that as is like rather than being like, oh, you need to take responsibility for my children. You should take that time to take the responsibility for your children and teach them to just take things and think about them. Because I know yeah. I, I mean I know. Children aren't the most like cognitively dissident, dissonant, like at that age when they're like six to thirteen, but they're intelligent You're gonna make enough. Some mistakes. They're like intelligent enough that you can teach them not to do really crazy, stupid shit <laughs> if you think it's like crazy and stupid. As long as you, I think, as long as you pay attention to it. And again, this is maybe coming from an ignorant standpoint. Obviously, I'm not a parent. I may I like I just grew up around a lot of like toddlers and children, well, like. My entire life and
0: dealt with them a lot. I think it goes back to just like the 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 original question, which is like, why are we doing it? Yeah. Why? Why would your kid do it? Because maybe if he did it for the wrong reasons, yeah, it's a stupid thing for yeah. him to do. Well, maybe. But it's if he does not it, what? It's probably more than one. Or if one. it's right, yeah. You know, it's like if, a mix of things. It's if, like if genetics. Because it, what is there? Their, their maybe their insight they think like oh this person's just trying to get views yeah. on youtube or whatever they're just trying to attract attention so they can i don't know i don't know i don't know what they're trying to like what their their viewpoint is of of someone who's doing that it's like okay you're you're up on a building trying to like get eyeballs on you so you can monetize like i don't know just like bet like they don't see that there's a practice and an art form and like a a certain development, a self development that's happening. Yeah. And so they don't see the value in it. They just see it as a stunt of like, um, like a jackass style stunt or whatever. But,
1: and maybe that's part of it. And like,
0: that's maybe not what you want for your kids for sure. Like we don't want, you know, if I, if I have, if I had like my, whatever my wishes, like if I was going to have kids, I probably wouldn't want them to be the Steve-Os of the world, you know? Yeah, I mean, definitely. But, like but, Steve-Os. but also, Steve-O's a incredibly successful human being. It's yeah. just like, and so is that really come from, like, my own insecurity about, like, what I would want for my kid? And, you know, it's just, you really got to dive into it because, yeah, Steve-O's done some fucking crazy shit, yeah. but he also... You know, if you ask him, I bet he's very happy that he's who he is. I don't know.
1: I think sometimes too, though, is I feel like when because there's there's certain times where like I've had like parents just straight come out at you like really aggressively, really aggressively because like their children are can view you doing something, mm-hmm. and um, it doesn't everyone a lot of a lot of the times they've been really cool, honestly, but like I always find it, I do find it weird. So for instance, a friend of mine, Flynn, he he was balancing on like a bridge, and some lady saw him and was walking with her kids, and basically was just like, "Oh, that's so dangerous and stupid! I can't believe my kid—you're letting my kids see this. I hope you die." And he's just like, "So you have a problem with your kids seeing me do this, but not like with <laughs> you telling somebody you want them to die in front of them? Like, where is your logic on that?
0: Yeah, one? <laughs> like you're okay. <laughs> I see where you have a maybe a problem, but yeah." I think actually your value system's a little fucked up right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm not. I'm not making a blanking statement. By the yeah. way, that was a one-time thing. I yeah. just wanted to bring it up because it is an interesting situation that does happen sometimes, and I wonder what that is. Like, is that like is that in- insecurity on them? Is that I don't like I don't is know. Is it that a really? Is. I
0: mean, yeah. It's just or are they just so like flabbergasted by the idea of you doing it that they just don't put their words together in a way that's very well thought out, but it's yeah. not really what they mean to say. It's just so complicated and so strange, you yeah. know, like people trying to communicate, everyone wants to connect in a way, but they also, it's just a, you know, and then it just, it just dissolves into the ether. Cause we're like, all right, now we're asking the same questions that have been being asked forever. Yeah. Yeah. And we always end up in the same. We always circle. end up in just like, what's making us happy. Like, what are we supposed to do about it? You know, like yeah. we're trying not to hurt people. We're trying to be thoughtful about it. You know, I I ask, I try to ask myself the big questions. I try to, and I've tried to evolve my practice. Like, I don't really have the same affinity that I used to to go at height. Yeah. Actually, for a while, I was like, this is all I'm interested in. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm getting, you know, okay, am I really learning? Like, my value. Where does my value come from? When I practice it, you know, I try to pay attention more than ever to that. Yeah. Because it because it's put me up against those questions more frequently. Yeah. And it's. And to me, that's why it's valuable, yeah. you know, because, again, you're, you're putting yourself in a situation where you're really asking what you want and what value in life. So it might take you out of it is all I'm saying. Like, it might it might be something that you grow. You do grow out of. Yeah. Um, and they, maybe that's what these parents want to see from you. But it's like it's, it's not up to them yeah so like when when your journey is over is up to you, it's not up to or when your journey through that era, you know it's just it's an odd thing, yeah I, think. I guess like maybe they see it as uh you know they they might have some insight and sort of perspective, yeah, but also, I don't think like things are linear like that, you I can't tell people like how you want them, like what order you want them to learn, which lessons in, and how you want them to learn it, yeah, it's just way too. I don't know, it's very uh, self-aggrandizing or whatever to think that your opinion is like what's going to be the thing that happens and makes them do it the the way you want to.
1: I guess the thing I find weird about the whole bit with children, I suppose, is more so, like I think of me growing up Mm. and I think of how much like people view parkour as sort of dangerous and how much it kept me like out of danger. You know, It kept me from dealing with a bunch of like thugs and a bunch of drug dealers and a bunch (laughs) of like Fucked up people and like, you know, all people that are in jail and have like killed people and stuff by now. And it's like, yeah, it kept me from doing that. <laughs> like, that's way more dangerous than anything I've ever done in my life. Like, that was guaranteed death by 21. Mm. Or like, at least jail. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, one or the other. Well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what are your circumstances? Like, yeah, maybe it's not for you. Yeah. Maybe you need to play golf well, I, well, I or whatever the fuck your thing is. I guess more but the th- point. Because you didn't grow up where you grew up. Yeah. And so, like, this is something that is like a very extremely healthy outlet it's what was able to give you a sense of structure and purpose in your life
1: yeah well i think too. if they have like, that already great well i think a lot too is like i feel like i feel like parents and again this is an outsider's perspective but it feels like it feels like
0: least, oh shit what sorry what chris alabaca what up
1: oh what up chris <laughs> how's it going the camera's see over you, there by the bun.
0: oh yeah over there
1: <laughs> but it feels like it feels like a lot of parents aren't aware of the types of shit that their kids are, like, doing and dealing with. And are, like, kind of either just sweeping under the, rug, under the rug or ignoring it or just not noticing it entirely. And it's, like, yeah, you maybe think that, like, your kids wanting to do this is dangerous. But do you know what the kinds of things they're dealing with on a daily basis actually are and, like, what's in mm-hmm. circulation in the world right now? It's, like... Do you know how crazy the pill epidemic is? Do you know how nuts it is that kid that schools are getting shot up like once a month? Like,
0: <laughs> Damn, this is fucked. like
1: this is the thing you're worried about, or like, do you actually realize the world your kids are living in? Yes or no? Mm. Like, and and at that point, it kind of feels like, I guess for me, is like there's such high levels of danger in the world that are so out of your control. If you're taking something that's dangerous that is fully under your control and you can decide whether or not you're gonna put yourself in the bad situation. Why is that so bad? As long as it's like shown properly, because like the weird thing too is like, for instance, the video of us on the building. Like I get some people who are just like, "Oh, you shouldn't be up there. You're so nervous." And I'm just like, "Well, no. I put myself as like showing the point where I got nervous, like that I was confident up until this point, and then once I felt that nerves, I stopped to show that I'm making responsible decisions and not just hucking myself at stupid shit." Yeah, and it's like me putting myself in a position I would only put myself into a position that I can get myself out of if I'm that nervous otherwise I'm just I, like I like I didn't go anywhere near where I was at a point of no return because it just wasn't worth it it's like if I don't feel confident I'm not going to put myself in that position it's just not right yeah and so it's weird that and maybe maybe it's something wrong with how I'm portraying it maybe I need to work on that but it's weird when I do that and then people are like just trying to tell me instantly like oh you're gonna die you're gonna end up in a coma blah 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 it's like i want to see you die it's like but why though like are you paying attention to the full story or are you just kind of taking what you want and then feel, well and it's just like out? that's
0: and then yeah then i just want to go i just less and less i want to give a i, I want to give you should not be giving shits about these well, people and well, what they're saying on well, on especially on social media well, But well because no, I,
1: in well, I find it interesting because it, yeah. it like people say it doesn't matter but it does because you know what this is where the world is going and it's a reflection of human nature it's a it's a reflection of humanity so like like one of the things that like for instance Gary Vee keeps talking about is he keeps talking about how people are like blaming social media for stuff and it's like no you can't blame social media you have to blame humans all social media is doing is magnifying it it's the only thing it's doing and so for me it's a kind of reflection of what humans are doing and I'm wondering why humans are doing this like I just find the psychology of people interesting and it's like why do they do these things? Why are we struggling to communicate with each other still? Why are we struggling to like figure anything out properly? That's that's, that's a, more of what I'm getting at. It's not like a matter of like who's personally affecting me. Like I don't give a yeah. fuck if someone like wants me to die or whatever. It's like yeah, who yeah, cares? Yeah. It's like but why I care that you're saying it to like 30 other people and you want so many people to die for doing a thing that you're just not doing. Like why? And it's it's a matter of like why we sh- why are we still struggling in this age of communication to communicate?
0: We're still new yeah. to it. You know, that's it's like, too. I'm not, you know, I, I wouldn't expect us to have it all figured out within no. the next many, many years, honestly. Yeah. Like, and well, you know, who knows? Maybe we, there's no need to be in a rush about it. Anyways, totally. things are surely like, like they're not actually killing people. They're just saying they want you to die. <laughs> totally. Now, you know, like, yeah. like back in the day it was, they would actually, who knows? Like, that's how poor, that's how violent, like it still was, was that instead of just leaving a comment on Instagram, <laughs> some dude would just stab you. See, see but now, You know what see, I'm saying?
1: But, see, but now, is that the same person?
0: Yeah. Now, now is the person who's
1: saying they would want you to die, would they have been that person without the internet? Or are they just another person who would never same. say anything like that or do anything like that?
0: Maybe. I don't know. When you're asking about the nature of humanity, right? Like, yeah. is it evolving? Is it, how fast is it evolving? Yeah. Is it like that now there's just always a certain amount of people that are just, they dish out hate or there's a certain amount of like the population that they haven't figured out how to interact and engage in a way that's positive. So they just, until they figure that out, they're just putting out negativity or they're putting out like a message or, um, an intention that is not positive positive but eventually maybe they figure it out or maybe, maybe there's always a certain amount of people that just never do like, yeah, that's a really fascinating thing to me too is just you look at how, how many people I wonder with, you know, I wonder whether you. it's impossible to measure, but I wonder how many people seem to be putting out more of like a positive energy kind of, or, you know, good comments, like only love or whatever. And how many people are putting out, Negativity and fear based or angry based comments. Yeah, and is it the same across time? Yeah
1: Well, and like I Guess like one of the things that makes me think like makes me think about it even deeper is because you know I've been in situations where people do say that stuff to you in person Mm. And the thing is is usually I'll get down and then be like why would you say that? And then as soon as I do that all of a sudden the tone changes and they want to pull back their statement It's like you only said that because you didn't think anybody was gonna like say anything back to you for real and it's like, so do you actually feel like that, or do you just want to have a voice? Hmm. Like, do you just want to piss someone off because you're pissed off, or do you care about being constructive? And I guess, I guess the thing is for me is like, I want to see people try to question things for to be constructive rather than question things to be angry. Because again, like, well, and yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, well, because again, because I'm again the person who's just done both like i'll admit that like i've tried to make people angry because i was angry and so i guess because i can accept that about myself i can see people doing it and can call it out a little more
0: well and that helps you have compassion yeah which can bring out that and can calm the situation down yeah because you can can go to the person and be like you know what why did you say that yeah because you kind of know why yeah and then they're like i'm just mad yeah i just need a hug yeah you know and you're just like i'll give you a hug yeah yeah but like, <laughs> but yeah, it has to come from both directions. Like, yes, people need to do a better job of coming, I think, from this constructive place, like you're saying. Yeah. And also, if we really want to be pulling more people out of that, like, kind of angry state or disparative state, we halt, we, we probably need to do our part as well to have as much compassion as we can for their the dumb comment. Yeah. You, you no, know? You're totally right. And just be like... like- <clears throat> and try not to engage with it and like reciprocate that kind of energy or whatever.
1: Yeah. Try to have like an actual conversation and sort of, or maybe it's or not worth it. It's not, it yeah. sometimes, sometimes it's not, not worth it at all. Often
0: that's, that's where I usually come to it yeah. is just like, m- who has the time to really do that? Yeah. Well, you well, that's know, what I mean. like if, if you're going to martyr yourself and like try to pull everyone out from the fucking depths of like, just there, you know, it's just, it's a clusterfuck Yeah, but there. You but, know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, but isn't that also the same as like the people who do do it in a bunch of different platforms in general before social media existed? So you, like, wait, go ahead. Sorry. So like people on TV, people in the news, so on and so forth, famous people, actors, artists, music artists, they're all doing the same thing. It's just a different platform. Mm. So I don't get why it's such a negative thing to do it on these platforms. Like I don't get why it's viewed so negatively to want to reach back to these people. I mean, obviously, if you're just oh. wasting your breath. If you're just wait like obviously there's just times where you're just wasting your breath and it's just like not worth it at all. But And and maybe it is a little bit different when you when you are rather than just because there is a difference between like I guess like making a piece of art and like kind of going out on a screen and saying things rather than directly interacting with people on a freaking keyboard. (laughs) But I do think To some degree, there is some value in it. I'm not saying to sit there for hours a day, every single day, just like talking shit to everybody and so on and so forth. But here and there, try to have a conversation with somebody. See if you can at least make the critical thinking process happen. They don't have to agree with you at the end of it all.
0: I get really squirrely on that one. Yeah. Because I wonder if people are really able to receive a message unless they're like really open to it. If they ask for me... To give them, because I'm the kind of person where if I don't ask for your advice, even if it's amazing advice, I probably don't want it. Or even if you give it to me, it won't land that well. And again, that's my own deficit. Yeah. That's something I can work on is to try to have better understanding and better appreciation for the advice that comes in that I don't necessarily solicit. But because I'm that way, that's why I disengage mostly. Because I'm like, I wouldn't hear it if I was that guy, if I was pissed off and I've been that pissed off guy too,
1: yeah,
0: I'm not going to hear your comment. In fact, even yeah. if it's like, in fact, even if I know that it's the right advice, it's just going to piss me off more that you, yeah. that you think I need to hear that, that because is- I already know or something like, you know, like I, it, if you're in that state, it doesn't always help to just to get in it, yeah. you know, like to, to get into it with that person. Like there's almost no, sometimes I feel like there's no win situation for yeah. you. Um,
1: It's always, it's like it's also hard when you get that in a situation in real life, too, because then it's like you're just getting this dude who just doesn't really (laughs) want to listen to you at all. It's just like you're like in your face and you're like, dude, come on.
0: Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe that's something. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe that's something that we'll figure out. Yeah. Have you ever heard the book, uh, Nonviolent Communication?
1: I've heard of it. I'm not actually.
0: Marshall Rosenberg. Mm -hmm. I want to reread it. It's a really fascinating approach to communication, the way we're kind of discussing here. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, For sure, if everyone read that book and comprehended it, we would do a lot better in terms of the kinds of things that we're talking about in terms of like what people are wanting to communicate, responding to people like in a way that's helpful yeah, and not like, you know, because sometimes that it, it, you know, just by engaging with it, you don't even realize that you're doing the same thing. Yeah. You're like, oh, this guy pissed me off. I'm going to make him think the way I want to think. Yeah. Because yeah. he's trying to make me think out the way he wants to think. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that. I'm going to make him think
1: my it's way. Like, I'm going to fuck his brain. And then he starts going back and forth and down yeah, whole circle. And then, and and then you're like, pissed off at yourself. And then you like both go later. back and
0: forth, like just <laughs> trying to fuck each other. And like. And then no one wins. Nobody wins. <laughs> yeah. Like somebody oh, wants man. to get fucked. And then they can fuck the other person. Somebody has to want to get fucked, is what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> Probably,
0: yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't
1: know. It's hard. It's it's like it's like really really difficult to figure out because it's it feels like it feels like a problem that people have just had forever. Because it feels like any new thing that comes out, this is kind of how it is. Like skateboarding went through a similar thing. Like I'm sure motocross did. I'm sure, the two dudes who were like, "Let's fly a plane," the first time ever had to deal with this shit. And well, and sense. look where they're at
0: now. It's like exactly. It's I mean. like it's not really that rebellious to be a skateboarder anymore. No, it's not. You couldn't say that like, "Oh, I'm fucking badass" because I ride. It's like, yeah you probably no, the same I, as like, you know, the kids that are playing golf now. Yeah. yeah or not really. The golf kids are real. Maybe like yeah. that's old money, you know, yeah. <laughs> like potentially, but I don't know. It's just, it's, and then you get this weird, like society thing where you kind of start to see like, okay, well these certain sports kind of have the only reason you're even able to practice certain things like skateboarding is like, you might even have like now advantages and gifts that like uh, actually disqualify you from being rebellious. Yeah, And I think that's one of the reasons why parkour became one of these, one of the, maybe one of the last activities that is like extreme sport that was rebellious. I mean, there's, I'm sure there's going to be more, but I just mean like extreme sports in, in and of themselves now are almost like, um, a certain, like, you know, I don't want to go this far because I don't think I need to be very careful with this, but I think that in a way, like if there's a certain amount of oh man, I don't want to use the word privilege, but there is like to like being, to have enough time to be like spending a lot of time doing any of these activities, skateboarding, motocross, Parkour, you know, maybe not right now because parkour again had like this no barrier to entry. It was one of the last vest or, um, stands, I guess of like, we're going to fucking find something that everyone can do because you know, if you can't afford a skateboard, guess what? These, these feelings, these emotions, this kind of like sense of self is still accessible to you. But you know, I don't know if there's any truth to that, but it just, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, which is great. Cause all that means is that the world's like coming up to a place where it's like, all right, like we can all afford to like have some, some time to like really play. But that wasn't a thing, you know, a couple generations ago. Yeah. And for some places in the world, it's not much of a thing still. Yeah. That's all I'm saying is like, you know, if you look at yourself in the big picture of this world now, you might start to understand that like, all right, you know, and that's what, that's why it becomes with a little more responsibility As you, you know, wake up to these things because you can see how someone is like, all right, well, you know, if it's like some mom worried about her kid, that comment doesn't mean shit to me hardly. But if it was like, I don't know, some like real misfortuned person that was like doing the, the equivalent of like slave labor somewhere in the world and they saw it and they're just like, huh? Like if that, if I got a judgment from that person, like, damn, this guy's like just pissing his life away, you know, that would mean something more to me, I think. Yeah. But I don't think I'm pissing my life away either way. You know, I'm (laughs) trying to, we're all doing our best out here. Yeah. I just think that like, it's just an interesting, it's just an interesting thought, you know, that's all. Yeah. It's like, we all got to do something with our time. Not everyone gets to do the fun things even still parkour is pretty fucking fun and yeah. it's also you know it doesn't mean that anyone's life was easy it just means that like um, it's I don't know I think it's important to just maintain a little sense of gratitude for the, the privilege that we all have to even yeah. do it you know what I mean yeah. I don't
1: know. no I can agree with that I, def- I definitely think it's pretty accurate I mean you probably privileged to the point of like oh my life isn't hard enough so let me make it harder <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, and and you know that's where I'm coming from for sure because I grew up in Colorado. Yeah. So like, you know, I didn't grow up with guns, and uh, you know, my likelihood of going to jail or being murdered was pretty goddamn. I mean,
1: low. I probably wasn't gonna get killed. Well, whatever. <laughs> just I'm like, saying,
0: like, I grew up in an area where less intense. Yeah. Less intense things were happening yeah. around me. Yeah. It was like, and so like, it was like, I think maybe that's you know, that's my own thing, but it's definitely something I've been aware of from an early age because I just. Yeah. You know, my parents were, or at least my mom is from a part of the world where there was like, my grandparents had to grind a lot harder than I'll ever have to probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can choose to grind that hard for a certain quality of life, but I was already born into a quality of life that that was better they, than theirs Yeah, with
1: <laughs> with, like, no work. Business. Yeah. Like, oh, sick. Cool. Like, that worked out.
0: Sweet. I think yeah. about that
1: with my parents, too. I'm like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. Thanks, guys. <laughs> really
0: appreciate it. This is it. <laughs> great. And that's, like, the progress of the world that we're making, right? And that's, like, why I think certain... That's, I think that's another reason why people get pissed off when they see parkour is because they're like, fuck, I had to do some shit to yeah. get where I'm at. True. And, like, now the world's better, so we have more time to play. Yeah. Or we have more time to experiment you know, it's not just that it's play; it's just like it's work and it's play. But the problems are different. Yeah. You know, like we're trying to solve like maybe different problems, but I think it's just as valuable. Yeah. Because like this are the problems that we're dealing with now. Like there's still epidemics of um, pills and what what else? You know, school shootings. Like there's still a lot to fucking worry about in the world. Yeah. So it's always something. people are just trying to sometimes you know as the problems get a little bit less um, in our faces part of like the biggest thing that we can do is just stay out of like the shitty problem areas yeah. and like whew, at least we know we're not fucking around when we're doing parkour you know like we're yeah. doing something positive for our lives even if it's not like the best thing we be we could be doing you know for the all of humanity just yet yeah i don't know
1: who knows i mean i mean i don't really know i guess if you're like elon musk or whatever you're really doing stuff for a lot of them humanity but not, I feel like not that many people are doing a whole bunch on the greatest scale of humanity, which is fine. I mean, I don't think we're all supposed to.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. No, no. Me neither. I think like, yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm trying to say way too much about way too many big things, I think, right now. I don't know. The, the world is a big
1: thing. The world's a big thing. <laughs> well, yeah. So I think and maybe, Elon Musk. Mm, I'm just saying, maybe we have more questions than answers now. <laughs>
0: that's usually the sign of a uh, good discussion, right? Yeah. I would say.
1: Yeah. It's just weird. Um, perspectives are weird Reasoning is weird Humans are just really weird And we're a lot more complicated Than we think we are Things are not I, th- I think the thing I think the biggest thing really Is just that overall Simplicity is great But I just don't think Things are as simple As people make them out to be Or are as black and white As mm. people make them out to be All the time And it's like very It's very hard to like Stay in the gray I think For everybody it's like me, you, everybody, just even if you are good at it, it's still difficult because like your, your natural inclination is to be like, yes or no, not, uh, maybe mm. I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like your, your natural inclination is to defend what you believe fully. And maybe that's been my struggle for the last couple of years is I don't believe anything anymore. I'm no, I don't have a yes or no on anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, fuck, I'm too middle. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like this big shift, right? Is we're all kind of like understanding like it's not black and white. Yeah. And so How it's just like, there's, the black there's a lot of like, life. there's a lot of pressure to still be in the black and white realm. Cause that's the way that, you know, businesses are run and the way that like a lot of things like old school shit happens, but to solve the bigger problems, we're going to have to get more gray, like you're saying. And it's just like, it's a gray area of the world for sure right now it's probably always felt that way yeah but
1: it might feel that way forever honestly that's maybe
0: the point you know like if we all knew then what the fuck would we be doing here that is true but i think that at least we can have a good time positive vibes i think are always good but uh you know crystal blanca and breach they've been putting out nothing but but hot shit and love (laughs) so sick you know they're doing it right yeah that's true and that's what we're trying to do here i guess at least just talk about some interesting things yeah i feel that but damn it
1: damn it sorry dad
0: i thought i was going to get to the bottom of that question dude we just asked more questions
1: we asked more questions but what we did figure out is that we all have come from different walks of life and that your reason for training is maybe not someone else's so it kind of makes other people's training more interesting Mm. i think it kind of you know it's like maybe you can try that reason out for yourself Totally. Like maybe I should try this a little bit more. Maybe I should try to challenge myself more, or maybe I should do it more as a meditative practice. Maybe I should try to teach myself to be calm. You know, maybe it's like it gives you an opportunity to try try new things in the same realm. Maybe newer reasons can change the way you approach it.
0: Yeah. No, I think that that's definitely good advice. Yeah. Is at least try these things out. Like if you, that's that's one thing that I've definitely learned is like if you find out that, that there's things that. And, you know, this kind of goes back to the Dylan's motivation, but also partly what I feel like I use these fear things for is if you can kind of go into those realms again, like kind of face your the, the challenges of life, like they're, they're infinite, like we're saying. And yeah, maybe you were born into um, a nice position, but that doesn't mean that you don't have that human capacity that wants to deal with challenge. So by picking it and trying to pick something that it's not hurting society or you pick something that you're like i'm trying to confront s- confront my own fears and stuff then at least you're you know you're one not doing harm and you're advancing you're maybe coming up with some cool thoughts and good ideas yeah and so uh, you can
1: maybe help spread that too and then you can well. spread
0: some shit people are <laughs> spreading stuff
1: they are spreading it's, everything it's spreading like dude love hate, advice, hate <laughs> advice bad advice like everything but there's a lot i think there's a lot more good out there than like negative for sure definitely true it's really easy to kind of like it's really easy to see only the negative because that's what our brains do but also because these things on our internet do cater everything so once you start looking at one negative thing you end up in a whole more negative stuff because the computer is basically like okay you liked it once let me show you it a million times now
0: Mm. (laughs) well and that's what I think is interesting about podcasts and stuff is they're on the rise right yeah they're probably just like another it's everything's an intermediary stage like nothing is gonna be the end-all yeah this is the fucking myspace of 2019 you know yeah you know, <laughs> who knows as far as far as we, as we know yeah yeah it's like there's going to be another medium eventually that comes out that's even more nuanced because i think that's one of the things is like as we've embraced this age of grayness that's why people like podcasts now because they're like okay people we want to get to know the real ideas we don't want just you know a fucking blip of of either love or hate but that doesn't have any kind of it doesn't there's no i want to chew the idea with you you know i want yeah. to like chew my food before i digest it and and that helps me maybe understand and like encapsulate it or live it out better yeah but uh i wonder what the future will look like i don't know it's so hard to know yeah Hopefully. well we don't know that's for sure yeah. all right we've completely washed out our uh, brains we went pretty deep actually. That went for that one like That went real deep. My head went and got really messed up. I know. I damn it dude. I feel like- I love doing it, but also like I end up like in these just It's not a dead end, it's just like it's it's like a estuary or is that what it's called? When a river just like hits an ocean and it's just like you wind down, you're like, "Woo," and then all of a sudden it's just like and you just end up in the ocean, you're like, "Where the fuck am I?" I have no idea. I what just like called. lost all uh all momentum, but then you're floating, baby.
1: I guess that's what it is. You get to float in the sea of gray. Mm. You get to be like, oh, okay, maybe that's what it is. The the goal is to just like be passively in the gray, kind of like be a little resistant when you need to be, but most things you kind
0: of gotta just like let pass. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Definitely we don't know. I'm curious. Yeah, dude, it'll be be really wild, dude. I I guess I'm just pumped to see the things go forward. Yeah. Certainly, like, human beings are going to be fucking crazy. Yeah. If everyone starts training at the levels that, like, even are kind of, like, entry level now with parkour, if everyone's just a little bit more body um, capable in the next generations, like, certainly I think that's going to be a trend. Yeah. Because more and more people are, again, like, these things are a response to, like, what came before it yeah know? like people are parents are mad that p- kids are might be doing that stuff but it's like why does this exist yeah. because maybe people weren't paying attention to their kids and so kids had to like find out these things for themselves or I don't know, or maybe that's good i don't know it's yeah. just certainly i think things are advancing and evolving in a good way so i think health is like a uh we're kind of coming back to like caring about our our health in a way that's that's one of the things that parkour has done. That's one of the things that like you see a huge trend in. Is just people are going, Oh, you know, what's more important than X, Y, and Z is just feeling good every day. And everyone's trying to do that. And everyone's like, certainly the ideas that are coming around that, like, you know, at the Hull Institute and things too, it's, I've definitely been like, chewing on some weird wild ideas of what the human beings might be capable of within a few generations yeah and then there's like apocalyptic ideas as well yeah where people are like oh for sure in like 10 years there's just going to be like a a few like trillionaire investor class people like the jeff Bezoses of the world and then everyone else will be kind of like um they'll be they'll be universal basic income but you'll just be like on this different class of You'll, it'll be basically like you're either insanely rich or you're just kind of like floating in the gray and you have like a subsidized or socialized society, but there's no, there, that could be a weird kind of interesting world to live in too. Yeah. where like, you don't have to work. Like nobody has to work anymore, mm-hmm. but. Because robots and just, like, giant billionaires are taking care of everything for us. And then what do we do? We just, like, make art? Or what happens? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what what happens at that point. That's where we all just, like, start doing crazy parkour shit. and like, (laughs) Or do we become, like, uh, you know, do we try to solve the age, like, question and become, like, immortal or something? Like, I mean, people have been working on that one, too, forever.
1: Yeah. Who knows? I have no idea. (laughs) I don't have no clue.
0: Tune in next time. And... You won't find out anything new. <laughs> you won't find out any you won't be any closer to the answers of any of these questions. that, is, not, that is definitely not
1: true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you may be half a step closer. ah uh, yeah we yeah, you might be hopefully hopefully you got something out of this. I, I certainly so. enjoyed it. yeah, I enjoyed it as well.
1: It's actually kind of like I get to gotta get, a, get a, like a perspective of my own stuff and I can like get a little bit more into my own bullshit and see if I'm wrong on some things too.
0: All right, man. I think we did it, Bob Ross. Bob Ross is. Thanks for joining us.
1: Rossing it up, Ross, it
0: dude. Icy. Ross figured something out. He did figure something out. Like you go back to what he produced, and you're like, that guy was ahead of his time. No mistakes, just happy um, accidents. Just happy accidents. Just man. happy
1: accidents. That's what I'm saying, dude. Happy trees, happy accidental bushes, branches.
0: That's what the future looks like. Everyone's Bob Ross. Everyone's They're just like super peaceful. Super peaceful with the fro. oh man, that'd be wild. Imagine everyone on Earth had did a. Did you pro. see they're making a Mister Rogers movie? Are they? Yeah, I didn't watch Mister Rogers growing. Tom Hanks as Mister Rogers. Oh, that's genius. coming in hot. That's good. Oh, before we go, also, did you see the Joker trailer with Joaquin Phoenix? No, dude, it looks does pretty it, fucking epic. Does it look epic as fuck? Yeah, I like. I didn't even know that it was a like the trailer is like as well done as any movie I've seen. Really, it's a. Uh, you didn't even know that it was a movie about the Joker until like the end of the trailer. You're like, Oh shit. And it kind of like,
1: pfft, I gotta watch this trailer.
0: Explodes. Um, all right, we're going to watch this trailer. You guys check it out too. Thank you for tuning in and much love out there. Peace.
1: Love. Jump off stuff or don't. Peace. Whatever you do. And
0: James Fisher, you're a legend for always tuning in brother. Peace. All righty gang. That was it. Uh, thank you guys for being a part of it. We really appreciate, I really appreciate, P ap- ap- appreciate, All of the support, anyone that's reached out, feedback is always um, appreciated and it really helps. So thank you guys for being a part of this. Who knows what the future holds, but good things for sure. And I appreciate also Nick, our guest, remember to follow him. He is just tanking through LA right now. So enjoy those feats of strength and we'll see you guys on the next one. Much love.